Uh, yeah. get into yeah. the zone, you know. Loosen up. Yeah. Game face on. Gets ready. Welcome back to another edition of Return the Picks podcast, where we again are not doing so well at winning money as we watch random underdogs completely demolish the teams sent in front of them. Best example this week, Ollie being the Lions beating the Arizona Cardinals, or as Who I like saw to call that them, coming? Kyler Murray's band of chumps. <laughs> Ollie is not holding back at all in this podcast and his feelings about Kyler Murray and the lack of DeAndre Hopkins and how that makes a huge difference to the offense. We'll get into it once they lose this week. Real, real. I'll that's when the that's the sirens start going, is it? That's when I start like spending my Christmas day running the numbers of why Kyler Murray's trash, like I did with that Steelers defense. <laughs> like, like, like the uh, like that scene in um, the Hangover when Alan's got all the, the numbers flashed in front of him yeah. with the card counting. Yeah, that's when we yeah. get into it. Real, yeah, wonderful. Um, again, we have Dave adding his usual fare, come up with a nice little game called Naughty or Nice, very Christmassy themed. Uh, we also found out that he's planning on having a vegetable Wellington for his Christmas dinners, which we, um, I believe, off air. Gave him a little bit of stick for, but hey. I might be able to put some of it on her. Well, hopefully it appears. Yeah. But I'm not sure I was recording any of it, so. I've got ways, I think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, ways. have like, bot drops of everything. <laughs> I mean, at the moment, it sounds like we're actually planning to start doing that just having drops of whatever everybody else says yeah and then just doing it that way an hour show or something it's more worrying that you have the power on that one too i think we have by the way you know those spotify like here's your thing for the year or whatever like yeah so anchor.fm the host website this podcast is linked with spotify it does a thing for you about like how well your podcast done i would like to bet that we have the most amount of hours to fewest viewers of our podcast <laughs> on Spotify. We I put mean, out that's quite fine. a lot of content. Yep. <clears throat> but you got like, to we show up, track. We, we go over an hour on some weeks, and we've had long ones of like two hours with some of our guests and stuff like that. That was a Shane one, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we yeah, sometimes have like six listens. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's good fun. That's the most important thing. <sighs> sounded like a mum talking to a child that's just been beaten up very badly in a sporting event. I mean, it's more like the uh, the inclusion policy, isn't it? Just uh, here's a medal for participation. Uh, participation, sorry, awards as opposed to actual awards. But hey, that's fine. It's half the fun of doing all of these things. So yeah, so in, sit back, enjoy and listen to what we have to say this week. I didn't like that ending at all. I hated it. You're going to keep this going into it. I'm going to press stop on the recording before you carry on. Well, it, we've got a vegan uh, Wellington. I fucking, who knows what's in it. But it, it does look tasty. Ugh. Over the middle, picked off! Sees it fired, intercepted! Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. Oh, congratulations on making your talk sport debuts. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, thanks. At one o'clock in the morning, I really. Uh... All the truck drivers out there that were listening, I uh, I appreciate you, motherfuckers. Talksport two, <laughs> uh, in fairness, it was Talksport yeah. two, so you know, 
less of an audience than even one o'clock in the morning time, on Talksport. Next so. time, Talksport. That's where we go. It's a shame we did jazz. all that analysis and the game was such a absolute snooze fest, and we were hyping up the Bucks attack and leading the league and passing, and then they go and do nothing. Complete goose But egg. you know, when you're missing all of your positional players. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only thing we got right was hyping up the Saints' defense and <laughs> saying how that you know you could see them making a game of it because they've beaten them before and it was a divisional game and it would mean a lot to them to kick them out of the one seed and all this stuff. So the yeah. Saints showed up, but the fact that they only scored nine is a mm. bloody indictment of like. But we knew that was going to happen. Offense, we knew they were never going to score multiple oh, touchdowns. Well, we knew nine. Taysom Hill wasn't going to score a touchdown. I mean. that guy I can't watch him and I cannot it was really interesting on that broadcast if they were like every time he did something reasonably positive they're like see he's got that like the 44 yarder down the center of the field to to Callaway I think it was and stuff it's like see he's got that arm he can do this he's so versatile he can use his legs and then the minute he started throwing badly from the pocket under any sort of pressure or normal timing he was suddenly it was like Oh yeah, this is the problem with Taysom Hill. The commentary team were just flip-flopping because they didn't know whether to be like super positive, versatile Swiss Army knife of a weapon, or, or be like, like he's not a actually a quarterback. He <laughs> he's not sucks. a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, he's like a really, he's like a bad version of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> who played well this week? Ooh, yeah, that felt dirty. We'll get into that. Um, Matt Lattimore was a beast in that game oh, he's incredible. they yeah. threw on him five times two overthrows one almost interception one pass deflection absolute absolute stud was one of his best games that I've really noticed him this year I mean I don't watch the Saints in full too often but um, yeah he was absolutely awesome and the Bucks are now banged aren't they Godwin out for the season Mike Evans Fournette leaving that game as well mm-hmm. that has suddenly opened up the NFC even more because you think well now Green Bay are in control Jazz anything to say sorry I'm just, I'm just I'm... <laughs> I was waiting for you to jump in sorry now Jazz is Jazz is distracted by are other you, things doing, don't worry are you making your bets you've forgotten to no, do your bets no, I... so basically I've realised that on uh, Audacity the thing we record yeah. with. There's right. been some horrific background noise that I've only just picked up on, which happened to be coming from my brother's um, computer tower. So I was just texting Ollie there to cut my audio from like minute one and a half until then, but now I'm going to have to carry on with this bit. Yeah, okay. no, we're going to leave it in. I'll do. I'll try and do some <laughs> editing, but it'll just be Jazz's awful audio otherwise. I've I'll stopped it sil- now, thankfully. Um, I'll just silence it. Be fine. If you lose three players like that, it's a big loss. I'm surprised Ronald Jonas didn't do more, like we said at the start of the uh, the game. But the Saints have got a good run D. And they do, but then they've been very up and down with their run defence all year. And Cam Jordan came back in and, and crushed ball. up front. Yeah, absolutely crushed up front. So if you've got that... I mean, Jones didn't play badly, it's just the Bucks didn't necessarily want to um, run that often I mean you saw their first 10-15 plays of the game were almost all passing first 10 plays were all passing Fournette's yeah. first 6 touches came out of passes out of the backfield he didn't run it once and Arians is, is, an, is a passing coach isn't he? he's not really and, a running first coach and they probably it is crap though that we are maybe going to see this Saints team in the playoffs now 
Because you look at their schedule left, they've got the Dolphins, the Panthers, and the Falcons. But That's they might three be, winnable games. The they could lose to the Dolphins them because the, the, they've got both Taysom Hill and Travis Sinaminian on the COVID list. I know, but they could lose to the Dolphins, still win the last two games, and that might be enough in the NFC. Oh, it's so. And like, I don't want to watch this Saints team. Like, I respect them for what they've done with like a pretty poor roster especially on the offence, to be able to even talk about a wildcard spot is pretty wild. And missing it's a credit players, to their coaching. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like, they haven't had Kamara for half the season and stuff. Yeah. But I don't want to see them in January. No. Like, I don't, think I don't want to watch that team. I don't want to watch that team. Speaking I don't of the, want to watch uh, Tampa Trevor Simeon throwing five-yard dump-offs. Did you see that Le'Veon Bell's been signed by them? Yeah, I saw that. So they've got the, the killer bees back together. They just changed Big Ben for Tom Brady. Jeez. Yeah. That's a waste of time. I'm sure he's cooked now, isn't he? You expect so, but you never know. Maybe the right the Brady right effect. Thing, right scheme. Yeah. At least he might stop chirping about how good he is at boxing. Oh, that's just stupid, that, isn't it? I can't stand this. Like, those Jake Paul brothers, fair play to them. They know how to market themselves and everything. I don't really care. I'd never heard of them until like they actually started yeah. doing these fights if, and stuff. If there's one thing that... American football players don't need is more hits to the head. Well, Just, Frank Gore wants to. Frank know. Gore's boxing now. He's like yeah, one he of the longest-serving running backs. What are they AKA thinking about? Mr. Do concussion. anything else? Do anything else? Maybe I mean, they the think fairness. that if they get hit enough times, it will start to like you know enough negatives <laughs> like make a positive. Jogs, yeah, <laughs> it, it jogs back some of that. Yeah, it's reverse CTE. Stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like they get they get punched in the head for the first time and they're like, "Oh shit, I remember my sixth birthday again." <laughs> Did you see the knockout though? Did you see Jake Paul's knockout on Tyron Woodley? Yeah, it feels a little bit rigged. I I, I mean, come on, how's that rigged? That. He's, he's overhand rights him and knocked him spark out. He literally drops his guard completely. He's an ex UFC star. It just seems insane that. He well, that's the other thing. He's ex UFC like rather than a boxer. Yeah, like, but he was. Spe- Okay, whatever. Fights and boxes. My, my hey, Jazz, is... I finally found a conspiracy theory that you're not into. <laughs> well, he um he was supposed to fight Tommy Fury, if you remember, but Tommy Fury pulled out with a broken rib. <clears throat> yeah. So I just don't care about like NFL players getting involved because all it is is just boring. It's not sports sport. We've spoken about this not on a podcast. We I think just in general chat. It's not sports sport, is it? Everybody's just no. looking for another payday. That's yeah. all they want. Le'Veon yeah, Bell yeah. missed out on a year of NFL and then had to take a pay cut. So it's he's probably like, show, well, I it? could make some of that money back by fighting one of the Paul brothers and getting, you know, 15 million or whatever they get for doing that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he'd never get that much money. He's not enough of a draw. Let's face yeah. facts. Who's going to well, want to pay to see Le'Veon Bell get beaten up? Well, apparently everybody watches Tampa Bay for the remainder of this season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really good one, Ollie. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed that. Well, you enjoy anything that involves Le'Veon Bell taking a few more extra hits, don't you? I'm surprised oh, you don't like want to him. see him I still, go. I still want him to do well. I, I hold no grudges. I just think that he um, he made a very bad choice. His agent is an idiot, but that's fine. Le'Veon screwed Le'Veon. Pretty much, it yeah. does. It does feel like he just kind of stole a load of money from the Jets, to be honest, with like the effort that I saw him put in over two seasons. Mm. So I don't know if he got I mean, a rough fairness, deal. <laughs> Like I feel like he literally just went in there and was like, ah, this isn't going to be a good team. Let's remember who's just the head coach. The minimum. Who's the head coach, Dave? You 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 can't blame everything on Adam Gase I all can the blame time. Sam every... Sam Darnold's a bad quarterback. He's been found out this year. We're going to get to that later. Hmm. And and Le'Veon Bell is cooked, and he probably was cooked 
when he joined the Jets and then got even worse and worse and worse. Yeah. That's not Adam Gase's fault. It is Adam Gase's fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, if Just you like can everything say... happens to the Vikings is bad, it's Kirk Cousins' fault. <sighs> this is the same with the Jets and Adam Jazz, Gase. Yeah. I sometimes wonder yeah, why you're yeah. even here. Jazz, like for actual we can debate. put a cardboard <laughs> like cut out of you, and then just I could just make a an annoying voice. Yeah, I like. Oh, I, I'll nice. make six drops that cover you for everything that happens yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I hate cousins. Yeah. Cousins bad. Dave, how's the meadow? <laughs> Ollie, the Eagles are subpar. No, no, Ollie, the Eagles didn't draft Justin Jefferson. Yes, that's sorry, yeah, that's yeah, making, who made a Pro Bowl? Don't right. worry, let Same me say line. that before you do. He made the Pro Bowl this year, obviously. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Had his shirt presented to him by Randy Moss. That was cool. TJ Watt, best player ever. <laughs> no, Najee Harris, best player TJ Watt should be DMVP. It's ridiculous. It was stolen last year. It, it was stolen last year, without a question. <laughs> Say the line. Cut, cut. Oh, I've seen this one. <laughs> Brilliant. Actually, if we get James Devlin... And Jazz can't make it for whatever reason, like, I don't know, we don't tell him, then we can just press the buttons and it will be like Jazz is completely on the podcast anyway. <laughs> James, we're just going to run nice. through what Jazz just, thinks about the NFL. Now we've got that out of the way, let's actually talk. Just like just like say to Devlin as well, we just, oh, we just, we always give Jazz like a portion of the podcast, you know, where he expresses his opinions called Jazz's Corner. Could you just like react to some of his stuff and then just play just some of the Jazz bot like nonsense? And see what Devlin thinks. That yeah. would at least stabilise jazz coin. I mean, at a low level, but it would stabilise it. It wouldn't have these mad fluctuations. Yeah, it, wouldn't have the... <laughs> it would at least tether it to like some reality, mm. I think, mm. rather than like the chaos that we've been seeing. Yeah, chaos sounds more like fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> some people just want to watch the world burn, eh, Jess? Oh, yeah. yeah. And Kirk Cousins is one of them. Yeah. Um, not the first late-night football game that I've stayed up, but it's only had nine points in it. So was was, was, there was a Jags game like years ago on Monday Night Football in a Why very wet Jags Titans. Oh, like a Jags Titans six three. I think I remember that game. Yeah, I stayed up and watched the whole of that, and it was torrential you weather, and it was nutter. just because once you're invested, once you get to half past two in the morning, you can't not, you can't pull out because it's just you you've locked yourself in. Half past two in the morning, pulling out. This seems Locked like you're talking in, about something like else, to be honest. Dog or a wolf penis. What? What? <laughs> what? Some people say that cucumber... You don't know that, do you know that fact, Dolly, that uh, dogs and wolf's penises, when they are completely uh, engorged, shall we say, has a little bit at the end that gets super um, engorged that basically locks them in until they've they're finished and then they're gonna pull it out once it gets flaccid. Why are you even <laughs> saying you're this? You're the one you brought to rub pulling out. Talking about American football, Jazz. Yeah, well. This isn't the Return the Picks <laughs> podcast with weird animal sex stats. You said you were in. locked in. You couldn't pull out. I'm just telling you. I mean, I do feel like happens. I, I do feel like I learned a lot in the last 20 seconds. To be fair, yeah. Um, yeah. But so I'm, I'm educated and disgusted mm. at the same time. Yeah, I also feel it's something I don't ever need to really know. If I'm honest, uh, I hope it haunts your dreams. Unless I get in a very awkward situation with either a dog or a wolf. So I mean. I guess the more you know, but I don't want to know that. So yeah, it's like it's because I have local knowledge. I mean, if it's like a brown bear or a black bear, 
you play this is the kind of thing that people could have researched during that Bucks Saints game because it was so (laughs) (laughs) 26 drives in that game I think it was 26 only three scoring that's terrible isn't it absolutely insane the uh, lack of believe. first downs was just unreal. Yeah. Well, I watched the highlights back, and I think how quick was that? One, one minute, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Normally five. I felt sorry so. for the guy trying to cut the game in forty because it's like, whoa. Oh, yeah, oh, somebody's had close to a first down. That'll get in the highlight. Oh, reel. I guess they're punting now. All right, yep. <laughs> All the time that everybody's been going for like fourth and shorts and extra two-point conversions and stuff and the t- the Bucks oh. against the Saints are like nah we'll just punt whatever happens just get rid of Incredible. it play the play the field play game, the percentages worry. right I want to hear what you guys make of this naughty or nice oh okay yeah, oh, yeah so do I. A... let's go yeah now I was gonna I, I was driving around today and I was thinking about coming up with a song for naughty or nice um, but I couldn't do it I couldn't find anything in my head that really rhymed with Gruden properly um so i scrapped the whole thing but that's the route that i was going down i was going to have a little song about gruden um being naughty uh and everybody else being above that and possibly nice yeah gruden's so a bit got... of a nightmare word though isn't it really yeah i might <laughs> yeah. have to come up with a different naughty or nice song is for that for when Christmas. we play the game racist or not racist and then you can sing about gruden all you want <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll, sweet. Yeah. That sounds like an off season. That's uh, very much a, probably yeah. probably an off pod <laughs> so, game um, to play. To be honest, not sure that we need I'll to. I'll start. Be... I'll start off then. Somebody who's been naughty, Baker Mayfield, fucking naughty guys. Are you out the meadow? Really? Now? No, I'm not out the meadow, Ooh. but I'm 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 upset, and I'm I'm like on the edge of the meadow. Like if you had a picture <laughs> on your wall, you're on the fence. By the fence, the meadow. I'm like I'm basically. It's like a where's Waldo kind of thing, where like I'm in the corner, and you're like where's Dave? Oh yeah, he's there, barely in the. You're next meadow. to the stile that you basically had to hop over to get into <laughs> the meadow. You're now <laughs> exactly, leaning on it yeah. like one of those yeah, shepherds. Yeah, leaning pictures. on it like, and I'm shaking my head. Like what? Because the crops you know, are tarnished. There will be no harvest this year from that meadow. <laughs> yeah. Baron Baker Mayfield, naughty. It feels like he had. He's got so many weapons around him. He's got a good defense. He's got a great running game. Seemingly a great coaching staff. OBJ has been scoring of, touchdowns. Kind of letting everybody down. Well, Baker Mayfield so, has only had naughty. one game in five, where he's thrown over two hundred yards, and he's had one game this year where he's thrown for over 300 yards. That's rough in today's NFL. That is dogma. Well, it is, but it's also not, because Stefanski is very run first, and he's also got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Well, they should be run first. But he misses throws, though. That's the thing. That's been the worst thing about... And the big realisation this year is that he's just not accurate enough. And I I really don't know if he's going to be able to succeed in the NFL, because he's just not accurate enough. And that's... I don't. It doesn't really matter what else you do, if you can't connect on enough throws, you you're just not going to be a starting quarterback for very long. You know what he needs? He needs a girlfriend like Happy Gilmore's ex-girlfriend that tells him at the start of the film that he's not very good. Makes Happy upset, but he he decides it's not going to happen and he gives up ice hockey. Yeah, now he's just he finds something else. Yeah. Now and he finds happiness and just money. moaning about, you know being tested for COVID instead. That was weird. Baker Mayfield was... was annoyed that they said they weren't going to test vaccinated players and then the NFL decided to test vaccinated players for safety reasons. 
and he seemed to, was, was that the right gist by the way of that that's what I, I, think I was, was confused saying. by it to be honest because he sent i always find twitter a little confusing anyway when they have like rants because it's over like four different bloody tweets yeah big um, threads and i just kind of get a bit tired mm. of the whole thing but yeah that was the gist of it for if me you're... i just the way that he went about it as well like i don't know like i know a lot of players are complaining i just thought the tone of it seemed a bit heavy-handed because the nfl is like you know like it's hardly easy for them is it they need to try and keep the scheduling yeah it's so compact. keep the players happy the closer you get to fan- the playoffs do you know what i mean you can't move stuff like, around kind of gives them a break a little there's bit there's no more bye weeks to use yeah they shouldn't I, I he went a bit hard <laughs> but that's kind of his squiffy. mo like he's mm. a young guy and a bit maybe a little bit of an idiot i don't know he is you were talking about inaccuracy but in terms of his QB accuracy this year, at the moment, it's the same as last year. And it's the mm. second best in his four years, joint second best in his four years in the NFL. He actually was more accurate. He was more accurate, an turd still. He was more accurate a turd the whole as a time. rookie. But he just seems to... And his interceptions are them, way down as he well. He seems to he? miss them in the big spots, though. I mean, obviously, that's harder to Yeah, harder to quantify. find. Like, I'd have to like, go through, yeah. yeah. But the games that I've watched, you know, I've watched a fair amount of Browns this year because I've been in the meadow, and he just seems to miss them on key, key third downs. You know, he he's had he's had touchdowns that have gone begging because he hasn't hit the player at the right time, overthrown them often. It's just, yeah, and he seems like know. a dick. Not any good. Yeah. Well, that so, g- give me one then, Jazz. We'll move on from Baker because you're right; he's not been good. Give me, Someone give me who's something been else. Naughty, yeah, or nice, whatever you want. Mm. I'll tell you who has been naughty compared to how he should be. Josh yeah, Allen and Ollie is loving it every second of Josh Allen struggling this year. It's not been great, every Josh. Every second. Hmm. I think he's underperformed this year. Okay. Compared, that's why he's been naughty though. compared to how he should be. It's bad yeah. expectation, though, isn't it? He's underperformed considering what it should be. Okay. Baker was naughty because he's just generally crap. Josh Allen should be better than what he's put out this year. Mm. That's my take on it. But I w- okay. I'm going to defend him a little bit. I don't know if that qualifies naughty. That seems a little harsh. He's just been not as good as he was last year, which is a kind of fringe well, MVP candidate. Yeah, but if you're not good, point. you're on the naughty list. <laughs> but he's still a he's a top ten QB this year. I would say. He's not a top five QB. No, but he so, should be top five. Okay. All right. Which, a harsh naughty. I'll take it. So I he's getting he a lump have... of coal, but I don't think he deserves that. I think he deserves some gifts. I just but maybe not to... like Maybe not the Megazoid that he wanted. But Megazoid? Like... <laughs> Megazoid. There you go. Megazoid, so like, like Megazoidberg. <laughs> Which I'd love to Me- see, by the way. It still doesn't sound right in my head. Megazoid. Zord. Megazord. Yeah. Good. The Megazord. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. He doesn't deserve the Megazord. You're trying to get the eye back in there again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Ollie, he's, what about you? 11th, he's 11th in overall QB rating this year, Josh Allen. But he is still like fourth in That's yards, right, isn't it? fourth in TDs. Yeah, and I think he has his hand tied around his back slightly because they've not really got a run game. That's tough. That is an issue. Yeah, yeah. He's a young QB as well. Like if you can stay, 
if you can stay in the top 10 of QBs for, you know, three, four, five years, then you've established yourself as a as a really good starter that can go into the playoffs. And no one's arguing that, so, just it's compared to what we expect. He's on the naughty list rather than the nice list. All right, that's cool. Ollie, what you got? Oi, uh, who's been Oi, naughty they. and who's been nice? I mean, there's a lot of people you can say have been nice. Cooper Cup is the nicest player in uh, the NFL this year to the point that oh I think geez. he might he should be on the MVP list I thought uh, you were going to say Herbert straight away but you went with your other your other, you love. other man crush Cooper Cup <clears throat> is the most valuable player in the NFL for his team without a shadow of a doubt um, that's a team full of stars I don't agree mm-hmm. yeah that's a team full of stars where he's just set the single season reception record ahead of two of the best NFL receivers ever in but the franchise the history most... And he but is, Aaron Donald is more important to that team still than he is. That offense doesn't argue. move without Cooper Cup at this point. Yeah, don't yeah, no think. No one's arguing that. Don't think it does. And so, and they are mainly a passing team. It's that Stafford Cup connection has been so. Oh, imperative. by the way, Ollie, you must be a bit sad that Stafford's not looking like a pro ball nod then. Not looking like pro. He's not looking like bit. an MVP. I can't cash out on my MVP bet anymore. So low down on the list. Just falling. Yeah. Bit short, man. How much did you I want Matt Stafford to fail? Yeah, so weird. You keep <laughs> just hunting him out. It's just so mean at this time of year as well, Christmas, that you just keep bringing up the. Oh, he's been naughty. He didn't. That's another naughty. Ooh. Didn't make. Didn't make. Didn't get that MVP. I think he's been nice. See? Stafford wow. still. But yeah, Cup. I think Cup's genuinely MVP candidate for me this year. I struggle to think well, of that good Rams job. team. You're not voting. Being as good as they are, he's amazing. He's so good, and he's not a splashy wide receiver either. I was thinking about this. He kind of goes under the radar because he doesn't make those like, you know, Mike Evans sideline, tall, big, powerful, leaping up, battling with the corner. But his route running is so crisp. He's so good at delaying or finding the window at the right time for his quarterback, and he does still create separation so often. And he's, he's so a versatile. Version they of use Walker. That's what he is. They use him, but they use him in yeah. so many more ways than Wes Welker was used as well, because they do use him on those reverses as well in the running game, and they can use that as the fake reverse, send him deep downfield, as we've seen a couple of times. I just, I think he's great to watch. This week, I, I watched the whole of that Rams Seahawks game. I still have Devontae Adams uh, any day on yeah. my team, but but if you're talking about an MVP, like he's the most valuable cog in the Rams machine, especially in that offense. But anyway, uh, who's been naughty? Uh, Jackson Mahomes. Okay, now I'll tell you who's been naughty, and I do enjoy this one. The whole of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> okay, right. Tell me. Well, what is look that? At, look Leading at the, the division? Look at the rest of that division, and they have right. underperformed massively in <laughs> so many games. The Dallas Cowboys. Their offense has, but their defense has been surprisingly good, right? Yeah, but this is a Dallas Cowboys team that were pipped like as a this team could be, you know, running a table in the NFC and you know should be going potentially Super Bowl candidate. I don't look at this Cowboys team and think this is a Super Bowl candidate team at all. I think, as we've mentioned, Zeke Elliott is the number two back in Dallas to Tony Pollard, and they don't use Pollard really enough compared to Elliott. And it annoys me that they just give. Pollard's touchdowns away to Elliott inside the red zone so often as well. That's irritating. Mm. Um, Dak Prescott hasn't been Dak of the last two seasons. And he's looked rough in the last few weeks as well. And I'm not buying a decent win against the Giants where 
they played well against the Giants last weekend. Like it was a game that was never close, even though they didn't completely blow them out of the water. But I just don't. I, I think for all the chat, and I have to hear a lot of Dallas chat from Richard Graves, right, every Monday and Tuesday morning of, oh, isn't it victory weekend again? Well, it hasn't been that often recently, has it? And they've not been pretty, some of those victories as well. Yeah, I just think this is an underperforming Dallas Cowboys team compared to what we were, we were expecting and should have seen. Well, they're 10-4. and four. They might end up, you know, let's say, with 12 wins. Yeah, but it's the eye test. Three games. It's the eye test. Not- I mean, I agree. I think that it, Dak has been disappointing and it looked like at the start of the season like he was coming out and going <coughs> to shred every defence he faced and then they kind of went off the boil and now they look really short of where they should be. But I don't know. Like, yeah, It's a bit harsh. I guess a bit of a hot take. It, it, seems, it seems harsh. It feels like it's, look, it's I'm not coming neutral from Eagles fan. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm also all for it because I also dislike the Dallas Cowboys too. So I would agree with that. Mm. Who has been nice on that team? That was Mika Parsons. He is. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he is brilliant. He is nice. He is. I mean, the only trouble I see with him is that again, if people start blocking him low and he he ruptures an ACL, that'll be end of his end of his ability to be as good as he is. Which you've seen with other linebackers in that position, let's not recover from that sort of injury when they have to cover as much ground as they do. But I mean, he he's broken the rookie record for the Cowboys for sacks, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Trayvon Diggs is playing brilliantly in the back end, just ball hawking it. So I think that's what's really been the key for that Dallas defense turnaround compared to last year when it was just porous and you just know that if you're playing the Cowboys, you'd run for 200 yards. Oh, I know who else has been naughty this year. Oh, yeah. DK Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> that naughty. hasn't yeah. been the he making He really the sold us last year, didn't he? We were like, oh, he's the next Julio Jones. He looks amazing. He looks like Megatron. Like giving him all the plaudits, and then this year it's like, oh, okay, he's just a receiver, and he calls out <laughs> Shannon Sharp of all people. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, come and you talk to me when you have a good career. It's like oh, he had two Super Bowls he's in the Hall of Fame. So, uh, yeah, you'll never beat his stats. So, is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, they had About a Twitter Shannon spat. Sharp? Yeah. yeah, ridiculous. What? Yeah, is he like one of the best tight ends ever? Yeah. They had a Twitter spat a few weeks back. It was embarrassing for DK Metcalf. It's almost like DK Metcalf didn't know who it was. That or he had someone running his Twitter for him. I love it when these like young players don't know some of the older generation as well. Yeah, it's so funny when stuff like that. He's like Terry Bradshaw. Who are you? What have you ever done? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who's this douchebag, Joe Namath? I'm Baker Mayfield. I went number one. Yeah, Terry. Um. Yeah, DK I Metcalf. I don't care about your abs as well. well actually. I don't care about DK Metcalf's abs. Probably. We don't need to see any more of that. We need to see you making catches. You're below 60% in your catching yeah. this year. The only thing I'd say is that that whole yeah, Seattle's outfit been looks like they're due a complete reset from the coach to the QB to everything. So, like, is it the best time to judge him? No, probably not. And he's got all the physical attributes and stuff. Like he's not injured, from what I know. So you know he'll probably come back and bounce back. And but it might not be with the same QB. It might be with some crappy rookie. So how's that going to make him look? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It does feel like that Seahawks team is. You could see if Wilson really wants away, and gets traded in the off season, that 
Pete Carroll be like, yeah, I'm going to stick around for this. See you later. Oh, Pete's out if he goes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah, I think so. He's not going to want to do a rebuild at like 73 no. or however old he is. Oh, no. Just um, like he did with USC, <coughs> leaving before the ship goes completely <laughs> down. <laughs> yep. Right. Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes, naughty. Making me look foolish oh, at you the look beginning of the year. So <laughs> stupid. He threw as many picks in like the first month as, uh, as I was looking at him to do all of last year. Yeah. So very naughty and kind of naughty as well because they're rounding into form like in time for the playoffs. In time for it's Christmas. Like, what? What oh, the they're, fuck they're trying to put on a show of being nice for Santa just before Christmas. I know, but it's not <laughs> fooling me, Ollie. We're not doing that sweet and sour. They are just sour. You've been the elf on the shelf all season watching them. Yeah, that sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's very. Creepy. But the elf on the shelf is creepy. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't understand the elf on the shelf until someone told me that it's supposed to be like Santa's helper, actually coming in watching the kids in the house. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was just like a funny thing that's... where you just make the elf do dumb stuff. That's yeah, I so thought. did I. Yeah, yeah I didn't know. Sanchuguru was talking about it on your mum's house, and he had to explain it. And I was like, "Oh, I did not know that. That's bloody weird." Yeah. You move it around the house, and it's always looking at them. Don't kids get freaked out by that? I mean, or are I... they like, "Ah, oh, the elf, they're cute." <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're like, isn't it? Yeah. Kids, all kids. Yeah, they're always doing that. Just. <laughs> I'll stop before I say something. Yeah. Stop. Um. <laughs> Okay, here's the tiny Tim of Christmas. Is Robert Sala. Because I think he's gone into that Jets organization and he's really mm-hmm. tried. And he's really given all of his heart and he's tried to turn around the culture of the organization. And I think he's the kind of guy that could probably do it just because he's like that vice-like grip. And there have been some performances and some brief spells of like real positivity for them. But in Ooh, the end, the Jets really. are still like a one-legged crippled boy at Christmas. Wow. Yeah, Tiny Tim. No, I, I got the reference. He's trying with all of his heart it's just to get quickly delivered it. right like for a, Christmas. Well, I, like, I like the reference to Christmas Carol. I'm kind of wondering if we can make like Gruden and Urban Meyer those like Two Marley and Marley ghosts. Like, <laughs> just like haunting the NFL for the next couple of years. But like everyone's like, ah. Oh, of course, there was only really one Marley. The Marley and Marley was just the Muppets. That's true, yeah. Yeah, but, but the Muppets is song. the only Christmas carol. So. Marley and Marley. Ooh. <laughs> We're Gruden and Maya. Ooh. <laughs> Give us our money. <laughs> no. <laughs> you screwed me, Roger Goodell. I had a 10-year contract and you took it away. Hey, I did get the song in the end, Jazz. You go. did. Yeah, I loved it. Sweet. So I work over my into it. I got it. Nice. Uh, what else have I got down here? <laughs> oh, every offensive coach ruining running backs by giving them 100 carries a game. It's um, an ongoing yeah. thing. We've known this for years, but CMC's out again. Saquon's basically finished for his career. Saquon looks like he's not going to return to who he was before. Kamara's been injured for a lot of the year. Derek Henry, Henry. Henry's finally, he was like an Iron Man for three years, not getting injured, and then they used him enough where he's now injured. And I know these coaches are trying to keep their jobs and you're trying to use your best players, but it just feels like all of these. I'm just waiting for John, Jonathan Taylor. It's going to happen to him next. Mm-hmm. Next year, that guy's going to get an ACL or something else. And 
we're not going to see him again. And it makes me sad. Well, if they keep on giving him as many touches as they do, it's going to. I think if you get 300 carries in the season, the next year your drop-off is marked throughout kind of history and of stats. Oh, that's interesting. Whenever you've had 300 touches, your production goes down. I think Michael Turner had two seasons in a row where he had 320 or 350, between 320 and 350 carries back-to-back seasons. And then after that, he was just injured the rest of his career. Never lived up to the same level of performance. Are you laughing, yep. Ali? I just had a thought of something that could go on the naughty list, but it shouldn't what go on air on the naughty list, so I'll just leave it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, you'll have to tell us off, uh, yeah, off air about that one then. I will. <clears throat> Uh, I'm trying to other good ones that naughty or nice. Uh, There's the obvious ones. Antonio Brown for faking COVID passports. Yeah, it's pretty naughty. Pretty naughty, to be honest. Not that also, easy, though, and it feels easy. like it feels like Santa loves that guy because he keeps getting rewarded with like Super Bowls and like working with the greatest quarterback ever. And now he's going to be coming back in time for the playoffs. And Victoria Silverstone Playmate of the Year. <laughs> Victoria Silverstone <laughs> Playmate of the Year. Like, you know, he's just, he's getting covered in glory. So this, and he's getting all of the Megazords uh, for, for Christmas, even though he deserves, uh, you know, I don't know, a salt barrel or something. No, Does I love the charcoal. Aaron Rodgers go on the naughty barrel. or the nice list? Because he's played nice, but he was really naughty. Oh, he's on the nice list. I mean, yeah. He's my favourite quarterback to watch, I think. So, he's on the nice. It's a weird way to say Justin Herbert. I didn't, I didn't understand <laughs> that. Well, they've both got brown hair, haven't they? So, that kind like of fits. That. I'm into that. <laughs> um, he's obviously on the nice. You didn't even need to say yeah, it. Yes, guaranteed. Ah, uh, oh, you guys could have done a mere culpa on Sam Darnold, by the way. Me, I'm all like, I'm fessing up. All my like past sins and mistakes, being in the may, the meadow. I think Ma- Patrick I think Mahomes, Sam, Sam, Sam Donald, Donald. You guys have got to fess up. That was a bad pick from you guys. I think he's, Donald was screwed by the other kids around him. So he's a good kid at heart, <laughs> but he's going to end up on the naughty list. That's the trouble. Like he wants to be good, but he's just fallen into a rough crowd, you know. And he's not. You know, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. And then he tried to get out and get away from it. And he's gone to Carolina and it's not worked either because it's just another yeah. bad crowd of people. Oh, Cam no. Newton can go on the naughty list. Why? For just being just a general coming back and being like, loser. I'm back, baby, yeah. And then everyone was like, hooray. And then it was, oh, no, he's back. Oh, you can't throw the ball anymore. Oh, crap, he's oh. back. Yeah, that's another team that I need gone from my life. Oh, like they're just providing so nothing others. at the moment. The in country. fairness to Sam Donald, unwatchable. He started well, and then he obviously got injured and injured and injured and injured again. So my feeling is that if you give him the rest of the off season to recover, get healthy, you might see him being better than he was this year. Well, he's under contract year. for another year for some unknown reason. I don't know well, why I think he's they getting two-year contract. I can't but... see how they would keep on with Cam. Yeah, I mean. Is that owner gonna want to stick for any more Sam Darnold? Because when it goes bad, it goes so bad, and he looks like a Drew Locke, a Trevor Simeon, like a guy on the fringes of the league, or shouldn't even be in the league. So, like, is the new owner gonna want to put up with that? I don't think so. He's gonna just take swings and bring in a a rookie, or he's gonna bring in um, try and bring in a, a veteran. I don't know who's going to be available. but That's the trouble. You're not going to get like an Aaron Rodgers going there, are you? So it's mm. a bit tough, I guess. No, sir. 
tough. Yeah, that's me done. It's a tough. Any one. other naughty or nices, Jazz? Chicago Bears can go on the naughty list. They just what for being unwatchable. <laughs> just right, utterly pointless. So irrelevant at this point. I, I really feel sorry for Bears fans to some extent because it's like you're this great storied franchise, and you're nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And you've got Aaron Rodgers just shouting at you. And I you, own you. And you wouldn't even look to the future and be like, oh, you know, this is there's something to build on, like. They haven't been able to build a brilliant defense around Khalil Mack, like uh, an unstoppable one that helps the offense out or anything. Not even a little bit. They then haven't had a consistent, decent quarterback. They don't have a... I don't think they have a quarterback for the future yet in um, in Justin Fields, if I'm honest. But I think I've said that already on a number of occasions. And I have an on-running joke with a Bears fan who's a mate of like, they just keep destroying running backs yeah. because they have nothing else. So it's like, well... Just get like it used to be. Give it to Matt Forte twenty-eight times a game, and see what yeah. happens. And he carried it for a long, long time. Kind of kept them. And then it was Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. And then it was at least they were splitting time and stuff like that. And now it's poor David Montgomery. Alan Robinson's got injured this year, obviously, and just well, Tariq off. Cohen was out for the year too. So if he had been there, you would have seen him smattered along the way as well. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a shame because Alan Robinson was such like hitting a real stride in the NFL was such a great receiver to watch and just been limited by poor quarterbacks throughout his entire career both in Jacksonville and in Chicago so shocking he's been as productive as he has when you really break it down I think that shows how good he is some of the catches that he makes you know if it was a bigger name receiver it would be like oh my god look at Odell Beckham Jr he can go on the naughty list because he can just do one Ollie's slapping all sorts of people on the naughty list. I'm a bit grouchy today, so yeah. (coughs) Tannehill, naughty list. Really? Yeah. Why? Hasn't been as good as he should have been this year. Although he has suffered suffered with receivers being out. He's missing his top two receivers. Yeah, I just I'm grumpy with Tannehill for that. Maybe I'm just being no. A bit his offensive good. line getting beaten up every week as well. That's hard. They need to provide more of an offensive line for him. They're for like sure. such a great run offense, and then when they go to pass protection, they just like ah, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being grouchy it's now. Weird. My uh, my one that I think Ollie will agree with and also love and be really happy about is Nick Sirianni for not playing. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah, we want it. We want Minshew. We want Minshew. Give the people what they want. Justin Hurts played really well this week. Justin Hurts. Who's that? Jalen Hurts. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> I just want it to be Justin Herbert. Just so Herbert much. On the so much. <laughs> so much. Oh man. I'm just I looking through some Herbert you. stats. Yeah, Jalen Hurts played really well <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, it was interesting Probably though because now the now the Eagles fan base. It's split 50-50. And so unlike the fan sites that I've looked at and have like links to with accounts and stuff, normally it's, see, Hertz is trash. He's utter garbage. He's not guy for the future. And then the other half are like, no, we've got to trust in him. You know, if we'd had Justin Jefferson, blah, blah, blah. Like that continues to come up on all of those things, <laughs> which is why I get so... Is that jazz, jazz on the forum? Is jazz just going on those message boards? <laughs> I've paid some Russian bots and they just spam the thing with that. <laughs> Cheers. But then um, this week, because Hertz played well, it was, right, uh, fuck Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is a terrible running back. We need to get rid of him. Like, <laughs> and nobody could find something bad about Hertz this week. So everybody shifted over to him. And I was like, uh, 
I actually stopped following a couple of them because I was like, this is just too ridiculous now. It's not even fun. You just need... It's like the Falcons social media like blaming Matt Ryan for the last 10 years. Yeah. Even though he's been good for most of them. <laughs> like, you're having a go at Miles like, Sanders who's put up over 800 yards there, this season and put up 131 yards this week. And you're like, yeah, that guy's terrible. Oh, he's awful. It's like, you're not seeing... He just gets touchdowns taken off him because they put in, like, game well or... Jordan Howard or somebody like that to finish off drives like Pollard in Dallas. Sanders has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but his mother makes a terrible lasagna, Ali. So. That is a problem. That is true. Um, And Nick Sirianni got uh, got COVID today as well. So. Should COVID be on the naughty or nice list? That's the question too. Naughty? Not very nice, is it? It was on the nice list before that. It hadn't really disrupted many games. That's true. Yeah, but it's got real. I saw it's a tweet. Got pretty it's got real aggressive now. Somebody Somebody put up a really good NFL tweet, which was uh, about COVID. Which was, yeah. So COVID really went back, had a bye week, watched some game tape, and has come back with a vengeance for the playoffs, hasn't it? <laughs> like Bill Belichick after a bye week. Or something. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was rough. It was kind of. I quite like. Obviously, because it's christmas and things slow down a little bit some places and things like that it was kind of nice having two tuesday night games this week two monday night games this week oh do you like spreading that? it out it. it was like i didn't mind it because now we've only got a couple no. of days and then i we hated go it when football went that way and it was like football every night of the week well i kind of like the, that, the nfl's christmas period that, has that in it general. does, but it's 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 not very long, is it? It's not every single week. No, but I, that's what I mean. Like at the moment, it's okay because it's just we're building up to Christmas anyway, so it's just a kind of a nice little constant stream of NFL going through. I don't. If it was every single week, uh, yeah, it would get boring. But I didn't mind it. Doesn't it? Yeah, I'm worried that some NFL executive oh, is thinking like, like you are, and they're like, oh this has kind of worked for COVID and like we're getting good numbers and stuff well, and they're going to go down that route. Did they sell out SoFi you know, the hell out of me? for the Rams game? Because that was a Rams game at like four o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And if that sells out and it gets big TV numbers, somebody at the NFL will be like... The around the NFL guys went to that with the, all their families. I don't know if it's full or not. They. I highly doubt it. I mean, but if... That time can... of day on a Tuesday. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought so. But that's what I mean. If they did, and then they got decent numbers watching it as well, you'd be like, mm, okay. Oh, maybe. maybe. We can do this. It would be an NFL kind of move. So nfl To just branch it out to loads of different days. And hey, stuff. we've added more competitive games, and we're going to make them more scattered around the week, so you have less time between weeks to rest so up sometimes to get sorted. But, yeah. oh, we do care about the safety of the players. Definitely. I mean, the Eagles <laughs> players are saying that, won't they? That's ridiculous. They're playing on the, the late Tuesday and then playing on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, bit harsh. Yeah, but somebody fair. should have pointed out that the Eagles aren't going to make the playoffs, and even if they do, that's pointless. So, but it's not matter. just that. I mean, at the start of the year, Goodell said if COVID issues happen in the team, they'll be forfeit. The games will be forfeit. They won't get moved around. So Goodell's making himself look like a mug there because he hasn't gone through with his threat. Yeah. Uh, but it's threats and looking like a mug aren't as bad as money. <laughs> So you got to remember that money is also very important in these situations. Like you think about the extra like the ad money. revenue that they've had, more primetime games technically in the week. It's probably financially very good for the NFL at this point. And as I say, going into Christmas, it's it's not so bad having this constant stream. Will you watch the Will you watch the game on Christmas? Uh, one of the games at least on Christmas Day. 
Because one's at 9.30. I mean, I might watch that one, in fairness. Yeah, Cleveland Green Bay is quite a nice Christmas day in the snow of Green Bay. Yeah, no, not very sociable, I can't imagine. uh, Unless Kate, like, (coughs) passes out from too much champagne or something, then uh, I can't imagine. I think we'll hang out, yeah. Well, I really want to hear what you got your guys' bets are this week. This is a tough week. Yeah, because I've obviously I'm doing my one bet. Which your one bet, very, which had to be better one. than evens, right? Remember, remember, had to be better than evens. I, I've nearly got there. What happens if there. you don't win this one bet this week? Uh, I just Dave's out of podcast. He's finished. I either stay on one or I go back up to six. I'm decided. <laughs> It's an stay. evolving game, you know. It's I think a, it's for this late in the season, trialing, you stay it. We're trialing stuff like the NFL. We're, we're trialing, you know, a load of things right now. I think you is. should have to make a little video that I'll just put out on the social media accounts that don't have any views anyway. Of just, I am David Bluck, and I can't pick NFL games to save my life. Or yeah, but like that. you, you should, uh, you should have to. Well, I'm picking six. It's very message. difficult to pick six. Well, I've had, I've had one correct bet so far, so I'm more <laughs> ahead of you. One. That's so, a fair point. Don't come at me too much. I'm right. still leading the way. What is your right? I'll bet? get mine out of the way then. Yeah, so I've got bet? I've got the Steelers on the spread plus seven and a half against the Chiefs, and I got one point nine five. So okay. So nearly evens. Um, big returns coming back on that. And I thought that that was that the Steelers are fighting for their lives in a weird division. Um. Yeah, and really I feel are. like they'll keep it tight, so that looked tasty to me. But it will almost certainly not come off. So, watch this space. Hmm. Oh, how many diet cokes is that? One diet coke, probably. That is in terms of 90, winnings. Yeah, ninety-five so you're that you p. Get, that's only yeah. one diet coke, isn't it? So you didn't even get better than even. You couldn't get, and I don't think you could get a vodka shot for that, even in Rummers, Ollie in Avarissa. Not, not anymore. Sure now they've stopped. Oh, yeah. that. They stopped it. Vodka Tuesdays. It's done. Mm. And gin. You get, maybe up in Newcastle, you could find a place, Jazz, that you could get. In Newcastle, you could buy a house with that. Hey, mate, you could get. You know, I was there. You get three trebles for five quid. That's the that's the deposit that Jazz and his missus are looking to put down for when they buy a house up there. Or five quid for for nine trebles. <laughs> and how many peanuts? That's probably a couple of hundred peanuts. It's a pack of peanuts. Yeah, a pack. A pa- hey, it's a pack of peanuts, guys. Of peanuts. Maybe a yeah. pack of very nice peanuts too. Yeah, oh, right, I don't know about that. Peanuts are ex- the me. nice peanuts are expensive now. They are. You don't yeah. get many of them, but yeah. you know, I'd rather have fewer of nice quality things rather quantity. than shit yeah. tons of like KP ready salted. Huh. I've not for other peanut brands are also crap. I've gone for the Buffalo Bills <laughs> to beat the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Right. I've taken the Buccaneers. To cover the spread of minus ten against the Panthers, big okay, comeback yeah, game. Yeah, Panthers terrible. Yeah, Raiders yeah. minus one against the Broncos. Okay. Taking the Detroit's to keep it close or to win against the Falcons at plus five and a half. Fair the enough. Colts to beat the Cardinals, and the Chargers to cover the minus ten spread against the Texans. That got me fifty six to one. Nice. Oh. Very nice. Nice. I've gone uh, the opposite way of you in a couple of those jazz, but similar thinking with some. Uh, I'm taking Arizona to beat the Colts, Ooh, just because it gives me game. fuel for the Kyler Murray fire. If they lose, because then I'll be like, well, without Hopkins, Murray can't do it. 
he's not oh, as good as winning, we thought. You're kind of winning either way. Yeah, yeah. basically, this is this is this two loss streak. If it becomes a three, I'm now convinced that Murray's not the man because no Hopkins, all the drama. Uh, I'm taking the Bills to beat the Patriots as well. Ooh, okay. Nice little revenge Rough. game in Gillette. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers at minus 9.5 over the Texans. Nice. Nice. I'm taking yeah. the Vikings over the Rams because I yeah, still don't I trust the Rams. That. Yeah, I looked at that. Yeah, still don't trust the Rams and the Vikings. You can't trust either, so you're banged if you do, if or if you don't with that game. I want the Vikings in the playoffs as well because they are a wild team. I just want to see more to of Dalvin Cook. He's great fun to watch. Before He's out he gets... this week. What's up? He's out this week. Oh yeah, of course. Bollocks. Got COVID. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's why I didn't change that the Vikings. Bed, then? Whatever. The, oh, everyone in Los Angeles regret. will be getting COVID in a minute as well, so all level out. Um, the Giants at plus ten against the Eagles because we I saw what happened the last too. time those two teams yeah, played each other. Yeah, yeah. Divisional game probably yeah. be fairly tight when. It and I'm taking the Raiders point. to beat the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So nice. that's given me sixty-three to one. Lovely. Yeah. Ah, that's tough though. I to be honest, I'd be shocked if you got those bets. I've had you. I swear, I've, there's been ones where you guys have had way bigger odds than that in the hundreds, and they've felt more likely to me. Yeah, that seems quite yeah. a tough sketch. There's a lot of coin flips this week. Yeah, and lots of teams that could backdoor cover. And that's yeah, the, well, that's the trouble. Just, the really there's so experience. many fighting for their lives as well, and there's too many teams that should have been eliminated by now that aren't. Like the Vikings, like the, the Raiders, Browns, the Steelers, like the Browns, the Steelers, like a million teams. That's the crazy Steelers, thing. Imagine. Jazz, if the Steelers win this week and a few other things happen, they could go top of the division, right? Yeah, it's so like that, that, that Raiders-Browns game. Yeah. The Browns, if they win the game, go first in the AFC North. Yeah. If they lost the game, which they did, they're then fourth in the AFC North. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So you can go from, we're in the playoff hunt, to, oh, we're... Uh, we're a, a seeded team, and again a home game. To oh no, now we're not even the playoff hunt. It is it's madness in that division. Is anybody going to take it? Take control. Well, it's of that it's division. Bengals Ravens this weekend, isn't it? So I could see the Bengals winning that game and taking control of the division even further. If we could beat the Chiefs, don't think we will. But if we could, we'd be the same record as the Ravens, have the tiebreaker, and we'd be a game ahead of the Browns. And then you start to think about and you play the, last... the you play the Browns as well, I think. Yeah. In the last two weeks, yeah. So there's still a shot. There's still a chance. Yeah, you we can make it. it and sneak I in. I don't want to watch the Steelers team in January, though. I've got to be honest. The nice. defense, yeah, but I mean, last week against the Titans, really, Ryan Tannehill and the fumbles. Yeah. Won the game. For I'm not sure that your Steelers. offense is like an insane amount in more watchable than the Saints or yeah. like some other teams. We had teams a terrible first half last week, but the second half again was much better. Yeah. So it seems to be Big Ben is just taking it easy for two or three quarters and then coming out slinging it. Isn't he like one fourth. of the best QB ratings if you just go fourth quarter alone? Or something something like, that. like that. I saw that on the yeah. broadcast last yeah. week. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's where it counts, but just make sure you're not down by like 35 points at that point. That helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're not yeah. fun though. It's weird how there's no, well, hardly any, I should say, playoff spots decided yet. Mm. Oh yeah, with what three games to go in the season? It's great for the NFL. It, it I is mean, great, it is, but it feels it again. It feels like it's forced a, little, a bit. Yeah, it, it's going to take some getting used to, isn't it? 
Yeah, the addition... force because they just haven't had teams <coughs> break away. Usually there's a I team that's at 12 the or 13. No, like the, the, additional, right? the additional team that's going to be in the playoffs this year. But if they're good, well, they be... were in last year as well. No, I know, but I, again, I just think it's like a, it's a, it feels more this year like a wasted spot. Yeah, I agree, but it the the proofs in the pudding in January. If if the wild if on wildcard weekend the teams that got in, like a Vikings, like a Chargers, like, an like the team that's an Eagle, nah, like a team that's that I want to watch. Or that, well, like if the Eagles show up and have an amazing game, then brilliant. I'll view them completely differently. But not going to happen. If they get if if a team like the Saints goes in and plays another team and they're just like they put up 10 points and just whimper out and you're like why did I watch this this is a waste of my Saturday then that's kind of an indictment of having these extra teams isn't it so Mm -hmm. we'll see in January at the same time though we thought that about the Washington football team last year of course they were division winners so they were going to be in there no matter what because NFC East was so terrible last year but still put up a really good game and a very fun game to watch against the Buccaneers that was a good game it was a really good game so, again, it's playoff football. It's any given Sunday, or in this case, Saturday. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. That's a I lot mean, of the Lions beat the there. Cardinals last week, so... It's a game of inches, Jazz. Six inches in front of your face. Yeah, at least. Yeah, the oh. Lions beat the Cardinals is wild. That... You could have got such... You could have got amazing money on the Lions winning. There was no, the Texans... Texans won? Yeah, they beat the Jags. Texas beat the Jags. They were five and a half point underdogs. You could have got good money on them. There was one of the Steelers as well. If you put a triple on those, you'd have got very, very good odds on those three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should have, would have, couldn't. Well, I did have a triple on for that game, for that slate of games. And unfortunately, the the Steelers won the game. I had Texans plus one. No, Texans, Titans plus one. So I lost my bet, but I won in real life. So, hey, you know. (laughs) After all the crap you give me for betting against my team. And then he's just subtly on the sly being like, well, I'll do the same as well. I thought the Titans were going to win the game. (laughs) I'm also trying to win money. Right, guys, I'm going to have to leave you because I have got to go and buy some stuff for Christmas dinner. Oh, what Uh, else you got to buy? I'm waiting for For the grocers to quiet time. The green grocers to get some fresh cabbages in. I'm having red cabbage, actually. Red cabbage cabbage is good. I like Savoy cabbage myself. I like both. I like all the cabbages. Yeah. Good for you. So, yeah, I'll probably get some peanuts now that I've been talking about it, to be honest. Yeah, maybe get the uh, the Walker's and some vodka ones. Shots. Nice. The Walker's uh, Sensations nuts are very tasty. Okay. Hmm. I'll check that out. Oh, the Thai sweet chilli ones. Oh, More nice. expensive, sure, but they are delicious. And about a million roast potatoes. If I'm yeah, not we're going to buy, like, gonna buy so four kilos of potatoes. Four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make them all. Goose fat. No, no, beef dripping. Mm. Daddy. Yeah, beef dripping is like forward. Right, I love you guys. See, See you later, Dave. Dave. Happy Christmas. Have a good Christmas, man. I'll speak to you. I'm sure. I'm sure.